Let's take a walk down memory lane with a Sports Saturday catch-up. Thanks to COVID, of course, we're back down memory lane. <laughs> I don't think anyone's uttered those words. <laughs> but anyway, it's uh, yeah. Well, it's great to uh, start the series off again and catch up with some of our local champs, former uh, stars of the games, and uh, well, kicked off with a good one this morning. I think. We hope this is a one-off, don't we? Oh mm. well, it, it, we will be running an ongoing series, whether it be uh, intermittently or we might be back here next week. But this week we've uh, well, we're joined by uh, a well-known Colac identity, and of course, a man that's been. Around the sporting, uh, no, uh, strange the sporting uh, scene here in Colac both summer and winter. Steve Finn, good morning, Finny. Good morning, Paul. Nick, you are scraping the barrel now. No, no, no. I, we, we sort of do a little bit of a, uh, well, we did a bit of a search around who can we get. And of course, we've had you on the radar for a little while, but uh, when the sports started up again, we just put you on ice. But it's great, great to see you this morning. Um, COVID's been no good for anyone. It's unlikely and, uh, well, unusual times. But we thought we'd go back in time. And uh, of course, gee, you didn't know this. Finney and I went to primary school together. Did you? My word, we did. What, were you grade six and he was a preppy? No, we're in the same grade. I was a little bit smarter than him. I was probably a little bit uh, smarter. Same age, you two. My word. Gee, it's fair to say you found the front paddock. Yeah, and uh, Paul's actually got probably half a year. He probably, he may have been kept down. Were you kept down here? Failed finger painting, did he? I tell you, you weren't a a stranger looking over my shoulder come uh, test time, that's for sure. But but Sacred Heart, I don't think you were originally a Sacred Heart boy, were you? Got there for grade. Grade four, Paul. Would you ke- turfed uh, out of where? No, it wasn't turfed out anywhere. We uh, in the younger days, we um, dad with work and things like that, mm. we moved around a bit. It was first when we uh, when I first came on the scene, mate. We were at uh, Main Road Warren. Okay. Um, and then started uh, uh, prep at St Brendan's. Was there half a year, and then Dad. Glad bought, I don't give you the shit, a, so you moved on. We bought a uh, property over at Irrawillapie. From Brook Irrawillapie. Irrawillapie. Yeah. And uh, that was uh, yeah, that was sixty six. Were, you, were your parents farmers, Finney? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, milking cows or what sort of farming were they doing? Yeah, milking cows, both. Dad was sort of always spuds and onions and that back on the home farm yes. at, at Warren and then, um, and then yeah, moved across in 66 across and uh, to pretty much uh, set up a farm um, over to Willoughby. Yeah, it's interesting times. I remember you coming to school. He's a little smart-ass when he... Hey, 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 don't anyway. like um, No, Someone but you come, nothing come across. Because <laughs> <laughs> the whole family, I think Brian... Did Brian go to Sacred Heart? He might have just nah, missed out. But nah. Gavin was there, of course. Yep. Yep. Brian might have went straight to Trinity. I don't think Rick was on the scene at, at that point in time. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, terrific. And, of course, when you come over, I think, uh, and um, fortunately we lost him a couple of weeks ago, Bobby Finch was our first coach. And Jeffy. what a tremendous guy. And I do recall that your father, Michael, uh, took over from Bob. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, that's yeah. correct. Yeah. In coaching what, boys? Sorry, uh, for us non-educated. The Friday, Friday Arvo footy, was oh, it back then? The oh, Hearts. Word. I remember we played out at uh, Karate, the old... Um, in um, St Brendan's Ground. Yes, Lockie Gore was back paddock there now. Yeah. Um, we played out there in Jack McCarthy. Jack, the great Jack, was coaching St Brendan's. Yep. And because we'd been at Ear Willoughby... For a while there, I had the Irrawillapie Bulldogs uh, socks on. And uh, I could still remember Jackie on that. Get on that blue socks. Someone pick up that blue socks. <laughs> Finny, and again, and we, we'll go back to it, but it's disappointing that doesn't exist anymore, uh, isn't it? Yes, the Friday it. afternoon school footy. Yeah, and look, we, your father was an absolute uh, gun. He played for Craigalek. 
back in the day. Yeah, originally why? Yeah. yeah. And then Karagulak. So we did, look, to do, will it be too? Georgie, uh, George Fraser coached St Mary's, I think. Yep. Jack was, of course, at... Uh, Mary Fraser, that soup, mate, yeah. <laughs> after the game, or was it half-time, the yeah. uh, Mary Fraser soup was famous. And, uh, and that's when St Mary's a kick away. I don't want Mary put in the opposition soup, but she certainly it might have been a little bit different what the St Mary's boys had. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so always a sporting family. I mean, uh, did you follow the old man around when he was playing? Yeah, mate. Yeah, I used to. I, I still remember to this day when we were living. Uh, yeah, it was in the mid seventies. Dad was a selector at Craglack. Yep. Dad, um, Frank Finnegan, and Jack McGon. Yep. Jack, who just passed recently. No, all well, his wife did. Marty. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 Marty, Marty, yeah, yeah, yeah Jack, Jack a while, little yeah, while ago. But yeah. anyway, the, the three of them and uh, the the seconds only had fourteen players. Actually, <laughs> might have only had about eleven. And Jack and Dad ended up helping them out. And because I had to sneak Dad's gear in the car, <laughs> and uh, Mum didn't didn't know anything about it, so I snuck the gear in the car. And uh, yeah, Dad's uh, Dad's pulled the boots off. I actually remember that, Nick. There's this bald, skinny, bald bloke, but because Finney's a dead ringer, he's yeah. Dad. <laughs> and Jack McGuan was still as tough as toughest on the ground back in those days, but that's what the, used to happen. The boys used to be able to sneak their, their gear in and have a run. So great days back there. You started playing footy at youth club. Yep, started like most of right, down in the uh, paddocks of the Illawarra. The, yep. um, uh, they were great times, those, the, the youth club days. Back, uh, John Featherston was uh, was the coach. I was with the Bulldogs. Um, they were good times. And then I think about, I was 11, I think I played my first game with uh, Craig Lake under 16. We played yep. St. Pat's. Up at Camperdown, um, and I, I was. It wasn't much of me, Paul, and um, so the opposition didn't worry about me, but at half-time they thought they'd better because I kicked five goals in the first half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at what age? Yeah, I was 11 or 12, yeah. Good on you. It's starting to sound a bit like Freddie Lynch. Listen to him, mate. Five goals. Yeah. Just a little goal sneak back sitting in the bucket. I just hide behind a point post. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so how, how many uh, games did you finish up playing with the under-16s? Because I, I think George Fraser was coaching there again in the uh, Craig Lake under-16s. And I think, Our last year yeah. of the under-16s was Terry O'Connor, remember? Terry, that's right. And when Terry, yeah. um, that cruel injury that yep. um, on the Saturday before. But, yeah. Um, yeah, we played in those final series. And I think George, I think Dad might have helped him out yep. um, back then. Um, yeah, it was that 75, 76. Yeah. So the connection to Craggy Lake was through your dad, Finney? He played there? Yeah, we grew up there, mate. We used to jot and that. We used to do the under-18s, yes. the stall and, and things like that. We just... Love was Craig Lake. And Craig was out at Craig Lake. Well, Western Oval back in those days. I was days, going to say, yeah. when yeah. Did it, then it had already become the Western Oval yeah. then? The actual church owned that ground. The Catholic Church, St Mary's, owned the Western Oval back in the day. Really? Yeah. So uh, Colac started playing there. They went across the Central Reserve. So Craig Lake came in from, I think, Craig Lake. What year was that? Oh, it was 61. They went into the Hamden League. So <laughs> it would have been about that time, I would have thought. And I think the Central Reserve, and he was kicked off about in 61, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm not clear on on, yeah. on that one, Jock. I, I do remember my first memory was, um, yeah, it was the Western Oval. Yeah, yeah. For, uh, playing for Craigulac. Yep. Great yep. club, Finney uh, Craigulac, before we get to the first break. Great club with the juniors and that. We played in a few finals and uh, from 1961 to 1971, they only played in a handful of finals. One in under-18 grand final, I think, in 74. But it was uh, a great place to be. It was a fantastic place, mate. We um, pretty much lived there. Dad, see, Dad was a selector, so yep. he'd be going to see players pre-season or whatever, yep. and I'd be in the car. We'd, we'd be sitting in the car while he's in, talking to different ones. And I remember Crooksy, I mean, when he first came to town, uh, I remember um, yeah, it was, they didn't have a car or whatever, and yep. we actually took him up as a practice game 
came up at mm. North Ballarat. I clearly remember yep. Peter Christoforo, different ones like that. I remember Dad used to pick them up and and um, take them to games and, and that sort of thing because Dad was pretty much like the Jackie McGowan and, and that. They, um, they were the selectors and um, Dad just used to love it. He was a Hampton League selector. Um, so, yeah, I you spend a lot of time just trailing. I, I just love the footy, mate. The smell of the liniment and uh, <laughs> the, the, the dubbing on the and... ball. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> hey, uh, great start. And I'll tell you what, there's plenty more to look at and, and a great uh, career. That's only the start of it, Nick. We'll take a break here on uh, Down Memory Lane uh, when we come back. A bit more of the Steve Finn story. Welcome back. We are going down memory lane with Steve and Finn. Things you learn off the air just talking to Finney. And uh, yeah, I've never knew this story, but. Um, you uh, were deaf for a small part of your life. It was very small. Mate. Yeah. I don't know, it might have been a couple of days or something that was due, due to a um, uh, exuberant, I suppose. I was a bit... Uh, <laughs> went to check the uh, fire, the hot water service in the dairy, mate. And, um, in the dairy, oh, yeah. In the dairy, yeah. yeah. Yep. So well, we used, run on wooden briquettes. used to love helping yeah. out. Yeah. Some wooden that and uh, not realising that it had just been previously attended to and I've opened her up and uh, next thing I torch myself. So a furnace-style setup, out she come, the air got to it and woof. Well, it took you a hearing? Yeah, but burnt, but probably a state of shock, just burnt. Burn the shit out of me. Do you realise that your hair hasn't grown back? Yeah, well, but, that's why. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, when, you're, when you're taking the pee out of me, just understand. <laughs> I must well, have faced backwards <laughs> to the furnace. <laughs> that, but, but you said you came home that night. Uh, when it went went out that? in the morning, okay, and come home deaf and it was burnt. Yeah, hours later, yeah. Um, but it was obviously one of those things that uh, was just probably more shocking. I don't know. Oh, so, so what, did, the, did the family stay on farms, Finney, your whole life growing up? Well, we were there a couple of years, and then Dad got really crook, so we ended up had to get off the farm and it, we moved into Moore Street yeah. then, just opposite Tony what, what Park. Was what, can you say? What was he? Yeah, it was the kidneys, I think, um, Nick. It was um, kidneys, liver. It was to do with spraying chemicals, yeah, chemicals okay. and that sort of yeah. stuff, which they used to use mm, in those absolutely. days. And, and um, no yeah, there's a lot of things Dad couldn't yeah. do after that or mm. couldn't eat um, because, because of, of it. it. Yeah, there you go. And that's when we, we came into town to St Mary's. That was the first time we came yep. into town. We were there a couple of years and then Dad's health improved and then we ended up out of the limonite. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, like me, uh, 1979 <laughs> came and the uh, Craig Lake and Colac teams amalgamated and uh, we were only very young then, but you... you uh, Your eyes born? Was it? You old buggers. Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> 79. <laughs> anyway, push on. Was it? Yeah. Move on, Paul. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it was tough times. What are your memories of the amalgamation? Yeah, well, I was probably um, one of the, the ones that, because of the, the numbers and yep. that, like you were really just... Probably with you, mate. Could have been running boundaries and things like that. And it was a lot. I, I, I'll tell you this. I remember it's a drive by. I, I do remember at the time, un, un, unbeknown that yeah. uh, there was a, uh, probably eight or ten names that were given um, at the clubs yep. to, to approach these bikes because we had an abundance of numbers. Yep. And I didn't realise at the time that I was on that list, and I was so peed off when I found out because um, I just love the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. Um, because uh, my uncle, Uncle Taz, he rang up to see, you know, for yep. a business. I said, what are you talking about? Oh, well, you're on that list. I said, what list? And, um, yeah, so at the time I was pretty peaked well, off. Yeah. And then there come a, a chance that year, Birigara had a choice. They played Iwara mm. and um, Biri had a choice. It was myself, Steve Brown and someone else. They took Brownie. And um, I, I sort of got left, left off and I... I thought, thank God for that. Mm-hmm. But no, I was I was lucky at the time that I just wanted to stay. I just loved the club. Yeah. I just wanted to train, and and it was I was I was a late starter. But um, 
It was the best thing that ever happened. Yeah, it, 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 it's funny, think, yes, funny you say that because a lot of blokes do don't put in the uh, time in the reserves. It, 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 it because you did do a fair apprenticeship in the reserves. There's no yeah. question about that. Yep. What was the thing that changed? What what actually, what made you from a very good reserves player into a good senior player? Because you played in the '85 Grand Final, and I, and I don't think you played too many games before '85. You played a handful, but what what was the thing that changed? It was probably more self respect, confidence that because I. I, I would love to have played at the weight I am now. Mm. <laughs> yeah. um, like you, you're 10, 10 and a half stone ring and wet. Yep. And there was probably, I can say without any shame, there was probably fear against the bigger bodies and yep. things like that. And it was just a matter of dealing with your, your fear and self confidence and probably self belief that, well, shit, they bleed like you do and they yep. bruise like you do. And it, once you, you got that out yep. you know, through your head, you, you had no fear. What age are you talking then, Jock? Well, you, you would have been about 25, I reckon. I was, then. I was, yeah. yeah, I was 25 and 85. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you had done a big apprenticeship, Jock. You're right, which now kids I'd probably tend not to. probably no. played a year, the, the year before I'd played eight or nine games and two yep. or three the year before at the end of the season. But, yeah, I was, and as I said, probably never took myself that serious and probably... Yeah, you know, I played cricket in the summer. Yep. When others were training with their pre-season, I was one of those that well, I'll get there when cricket's over. What about well, Brian Brown was at the helm then too, and Brownie probably he he really liked the school for players as well. Um, you were a very good um, on a left footer, of course, and uh, very skillful. Did you did you find that you probably adapted to Brownie's style of coaching a, a bit better than perhaps um, the hard nosed sort of coach at uh, Steve Theodore was? No, Grub, Grub, I thought it was great. Yeah, Grub yeah well, and, and, no, and no Mumbles and, and, yeah. and those blokes. But yeah. um, sometimes you you were you played in spite of them, but yep. it, it was because of they were trying to get the best out of you. And yep. um, and in the end, you just you just learnt. Well, you know, I'll show you your bastard sort mm-hmm. of thing. And it was, it was it was like I idolised Grub. Yeah, um, yep. and Brownie. And I think it was probably just a. a uh, natural progression job. Timing it was probably thing. late. Yeah. Well, well, let's go to the '85 Grand Final. You played on a young boy named Wayne Swass uh, on the yes. wing, and he was only 16 year old. Yeah. Um, those fight, those the game those didn't do him any favour. No, him, him and Shorty. There was yeah. two, or, two or three of them. Yeah. Um, it worked against them the moment that um, that, that happened. It, it worked, it worked against them. Yep. Where I was probably old enough, and as I said, starting to get some confidence, yep. but I wasn't fear wasn't a, wasn't a sort of thing. But um, um, it didn't have the impact on us that it. Did on, yeah, on and you're talking about the, the famous punch on with yeah. Southland. I reckon yeah. you had Wayne Swass covered for uh, body size. <laughs> he was only a little fellow, wasn't he? There, there, same thing. Yeah. There wasn't much of him. Yeah. He was uh, fleet of feet. He was very skillful yeah. and all that sort of thing. But a um, couple of wingmen were you? Mm. Yeah, I was on one wing and Kimmy Mulgrew, cousin, was on the other. Yeah, one. that's right. No, great memories and a, a bloody tough game, but a good side all the same. And uh, it was probably go down as one of the club's best uh, best wins in a grand final. So from there, you uh, did you play in 86? 86, I did. I had a really good year. I was um, runner-up to Brownie in the, in the BNF. Yep. Um, won the club award and he won the... The um, best and fairest. He won the mascot that year too, didn't he? Brownie did, yes. Yeah, I still think to this day it's the best season I've seen anyone have at that footy club. Was Brownie's '86 season? Yeah, I was. Oh, yeah, actually, was uh, doing a Greg Williams here, mate. I was leading the mascot after round after the uh, first votes, Paul. Well, you got the first uh, first three. <laughs> <didn't you? laughs> Ten or eleven. <laughs> might, might have been us. Yeah, had a bit of a chat. Um, Elby, uh, you left Colac in uh, after that and went out to Elby. What was? I mean, uh, at the end of. Uh, I went out. Yep. I was there in '87. Yep. Um, Aussie McCrab won the 
BNF. BNF, and I was yeah. running up Dozzy. Yep. Um, and then 88, I was just on, mate. I was, I was, uh, there was no netball. It was a, a male dominated club, and which I loved. But I just got sick of getting off that bus, mate. Uh, she was a pretty long trip from Port Ferry, <laughs> and um, we were very social by the time we got home, Paul. And I just thought it's time for change. I reckon he might have been chasing a little bit of skirt yeah, as well. But we'll get to that after the, like after the break. We'll get uh, <laughs> the next chapter, Steve Finn's <laughs> great career. And, of course, uh, it, it was all out at Alby from there on in and uh, what a magnificent career it continued to be. Okay, welcome back to Memory Lane. Our very special guest this morning, Finney, Steve Finn, of course. And Finney, when we left, uh, you were heading out to Alby, mate. Were you appointed coach when you went out there? No, mate. I uh, I actually recruited myself to it. Well, now, come on. Now, there's a bloke sitting at home having breakfast this morning by the name of Bill O'Brien who may tell a different story. Now, Good morning, we, Senior Bill. Were you courting Rebecca at that point in now, time? See, or were you just, where you well, need or to just did the chase up. start? You need to back up the bus, all right? Righto. At this, at this time, that was not even in the, uh, not even in the vision, Paul. Oh. I, I was already playing cricket out there. I'd been playing right. cricket out there yep. since about 80 two or three, I think. Mm. Okay. So, um, and then 80, 88, as I said, I'd, I'd had enough of, it was mm. time for me to change my way. Phil got appointed coach. Phil Lang. Yep. Coming back from St. Albans, got yep. appointed coach of Alvey. I actually went around to Phil's house. They were living in the, the flat down behind the east um, with the car wash and that is yeah, there. Yep. Knocked on the door and got talking. I said, I'm coming too. She said, what do you mean? I said, well, if you can get get me in there, I'm coming. Yep. And Gotch, Parker, Warren, Williamson and someone else come around because me and Murph were in the flats at the time. Mm. And um, they come around and, uh, to, you know, to follow it up and yep. say, serious? And I said, they said, well, you know, how can we do this? And I said, well, look, mate, I'm happy to come as an assistant coach if you want to. You, yeah. you work, it, work it out how you want. Oh, we've never heard of assistant coaches before. I don't know that that'll, we'll be able to do that. Did anyone have a briefcase <laughs> with them on that occasion? <laughs> uh, no, there was none of that. And um, so in the end, to come back, I, I had to because of their club policy, I had to coach the second, so I coached them that year yep. and um, was assistant coach from then on okay. for a couple of years. And you took over the reins. Well, firstly, how did the, how the year pan out, the first year at Elvi? Uh, yeah, we made uh, finals. They, there was thir- Elvi played the year before yep. and lost all in players through suspension at the preliminary final. Yes, that's right. It was a- there was 13 of that 21 that played that didn't play at Elvi the next year. Okay. Um, for no reason, no varying reason. It moved on. Yeah, you know, there was Derry, Desi Ryan, and yep. that sort of thing. Um, uh, yeah, so they had nothing um, to do with Phil going out coaching. Gunnar Rodney, no, no. It was it yep. was um, it was probably a bit. No, they sort of aged a little bit. Yep. It was a move on time yeah. for a lot of them. But Finney, did you win the league best and first in your first year at there? Eighty eight. Yep. Yep. And yep. Then you went on to win three. No, two. Two, sorry. Should have won three, you said. Um, <laughs> no <yeah>. stage. <laughs> but back then, the CNFNL, Finney, tell us what it was like because I think you would have had 12 clubs and very strong. It was, yeah, look, it was. Winch, Winch were yep. very strong and um, at that stage, LV and Winch, for obvious reasons, didn't have a very good relationship. Um, it was the odd game called off. and um, Well, that was right. <coughs> we'll talk about them in a minute, those games, because they were very uh, famous or infamous games. But um, it was a good competition. You had some really good players and the, the strength and the depth of the sides. It was was it hard? Was it was it harder to get a kick in the CFL than, say, it was in the Hammer League back in those days? Well, I'll put it this way. There's, there's a lot of very good players that have gone from, um, you know, from the whether it was Hampton League yep. or, or higher leagues yep. and gone back and, and found it tough, um, very hard. Uh, you know, mm. and didn't perform well. Mm. Um, yeah, look, it was a good, honest 
good, honest comp. There's a hell of a lot of good players around. Yep. Uh, Lawn always had some some brilliant players from much higher uh, levels of footy play. Um, there's a hell of a lot of money around, and, and there still is to this day to a certain level. But there's a hell of a lot of money around. Um, you know, some really good players. You know, yeah. The Bay. There, there were some absolute rippers, and Winch had some rippers. Um, Vinnie and McTodd and those ones that had come from a pretty yep. strong North Shore. Yeah. Um, yeah. But tell us about those winch games. Because yeah, I was going to say, I want uh, to hear about that. Yeah, well, we, we sort of, because when myself and Phil got there, it was, we had a lot of young ones playing. LV had a very strong junior mm. system, and um, so we weren't in a position to, we had to change the whole culture pretty quick. So it had to be about playing footy, and that we didn't have the personnel to be going belting and bruising. And mm. so probably the first few times it was, there was some spats here and there and that sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, we had to make it more about yep. winning the game through school. So why were games called off against Winch prior to that? Oh, there'd been a couple of um, like you know, bad incidents, massive brawls. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there was there was a love hate. Um, it was very passionate between the two. It sounds like that was everyone with Winchelsea. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, they were they were they'd yeah. sort of stepped down from you know what was the yeah. ballerine then, so they were a pretty proud club. Yep. Um, and used to have access to some really good ripping players out of the mm. GFL and, and the club and those clubs down there. Would, would uh, everyone that's played in that era said hands down that Alan Woodman was the best opponent they played against. Was he part of that winch side? Uh, yeah, not not initially. Yep. Um, but he did he did end up there, yeah, for sure. Mm. David Mitchell's still probably yep. the classiest and the best player I've, I've, I've seen um, in country footy. You're right. Um, Left footer? Mitchell, both yeah. feet, mate. Yep. Both feet. Um, no, he, he was... Well, when, did I he mean, play at Warnable? Yeah. yeah. yeah they, yep. Well, because he was with elders, yep. they used to fly him in from... He'd be <laughs> all over the country, Tasmania. And, <laughs> and, and Newtown done the same when he was down there. Yep. They used to fly him in weekends to play. Uh, no, he was he was a, an absolute jet. So how did it end, Finney? Well, you took the reins over at LV eventually. Coached? Yeah, after a few years, Alistair got appointed coach at Cobden, so right. Phil um, went there um, mm. after two years. So I coached from 90 to 90, 91, 92. Um, I coached the Interleague too, which was, yeah, was probably one of the proudest moments. Mm. I, I think it was three three or more years I coached that. Um, and that was one thing I always wanted to do was, was play Interleague. And yep. the last year or two, if I had stayed at Colac, the doors were sort of opening as far as Hampton, but I had this three-player rule back yeah. then from the club. And because we had uh, Brownie who was coaching, Butcher... And Pekin, who was the gold, were the golden boys. <laughs> you weren't going to get in. And, so, <laughs> and that was the beauty of the district. There was that, that opportunity yeah. to, to do that. It was, um, did they ever win a, they won a couple of um, games under you, the uh, interleague side? Yeah, mate, we had some good battles with yep. uh, Central Highlands yep. and, um, and the Geelong District League. What year did you finish, Finney? What was your last I, I came. I came, Alistair coached. 93, yep. I played that year and I'd had some middle ear issues and that sort yep, of thing. That's I, right, and, yeah, I remember. And had some problems yeah. and then done an AC joint and, and a medial. Mm-hmm. I tried to, um, done the knee at South Colic, tried to bury helmet <laughs> in a tackle. <laughs> what age were you then? You'd be in your 30s then, but. Uh, when I, it, well, I was, went with the years, yep. so uh, 93 or 33. 33, yeah. And then I, I came back in and coached and played, right. played in case the Colic's seconds in. Um, 94 and 95 yep. and then I was going to hang them up and um, we're out at um, Renitz's for a grand final <laughs> evening out there Paul and um, I heard a couple of Gauchy and, and Dallas who yep. were who at Elvie at the um, at the time 
were uh, about to be approached by Greggy Lewis on uh, he was going to have the South crew to go and yep. see him on uh, Monday night. And I overheard that conversation and uh, I ring Timmy McCarthy next morning and I said, uh, there's two LV boys could be playing against you next year. You better get your backsides around. And they went and seen him on the Sunday. Okay. And appointed them 96. So they went back out to LV? Yeah, well, I thought, well, I better... I wasn't going to and then I, I knew he was a bit sore so I went for a run one day and I thought, we're going to sort you out and started running and all of a sudden I said, yeah, I'll come and help you. So played 96 and... Um, Actually, won the best at first there in the week six, and, <laughs> and that was it. I don't know. Uh, listen, just a couple of rapid fires before we get to the break because I want to talk cricket after the break. Best player you played with? Uh, in general? Jeez, that's, that's very hard. Um, yeah, you should have given me time on that one, Paul. No, well, this is why well, it's well, rapid fire. Grub, grub's are most respected and, yep. and, and best I've seen. So, All right. Um, you know, that was in his later years of colic and that, but yeah. I think you might have answered this, best opponent. Yeah, Harrow, I reckon. Harrow gave me yep. probably the best flogging I had uh, the first time we played down the Polar Bay. Um, he would have let you know right about it too, wouldn't he? Oh, he's been good, but the boys, we, as you know, we, we give one another a fair bit of well, stuff. Yeah. One different thing on the phone good as we uh, good morning, listen here. Good morning, <laughs> yeah. um, So we have a bit of joy with that. But, yeah, with, without, without that, that, that first half he gave me the, the best flogging I'd ever... I didn't see that one coming. I was probably a bit flat-footed, and, and he did. I got back into it in the second half, but um, I probably... He's a good player. Paid a bit more respect from then on, mate. To, yeah, to and I guess the highlight would have to be the Premiership, the 85. Yeah, with that down. Yeah. All right, mate. It's been an interesting football season, but there's a, even just as interesting cricket uh, mm. career, uh, Nicholas, and we'll uh, delve into that after the break. Yes, welcome back to Down Memory Lane. Of course, Steve Finn, our special guest, covered off a pretty, uh, well, we only touched on it, his football career, Nick, but uh, I know you love talking cricket. And Finney, uh, you are just as passionate about cricket as you were about football, it, it probably in some ways a little bit more. It's a game that, uh, if you're into, you, you certainly embrace it, and it's a game that you love. Yeah, look, mate, it was a good feeling. Um, there two things that used to happen. You played uh, cricket or tennis mm. in summer and, and football. Mm. And, where did it all start? Your cricket, Finney? Uh, I remember I filled in. Brian was playing tech, tech school. Yes. Tech school juniors, mate. I used to same thing. Like the back ovals, were they? I used to just run around. Yeah. I just loved watching the big blokes and wanting want to be one of them. Yep. And um, I remember, yeah, I think I might have filled in 10 or 11. I remember... Um, uh, Clarkson from Forest in there one day. He, was, he used to play juniors and seniors, and he's one of the quickest in the seniors. Yeah, they used to have the store, the old Forest store. So I feel at the bat this day, tech school mate, fair dinkum. I was absolutely <laughs> shiting myself, <laughs> and and he he was good. He just yeah. backed right off, Did and he, um, yeah. but that was my first experience with the pads. I just filled in for them down there, and that wasn't a very good. Experience. And, and, and and never <laughs> stopped playing, Finney. We'll get into how Loved long it. you actually played for. So then, what happened from there? How'd you Did get? You, where'd you play? You Craig Lake, you went to, didn't you? Play for Craig Lake? Yeah, juniors, a couple of games Saturday morning but, juniors. Yeah, yeah, traditionally it was Craig, always yeah. Craig Lake. You were footy Craig Lake and yep. then you were cricket Craig Lake. And yep. Yeah, we were one of the ones that um, uh, I remember you playing, Paul. I do remember Ricky D, oh. Ricky D Hillman. I, yeah. he's, um, of all the innings he's played, he's never made a run. He didn't either. <laughs> Peter Foster, who played footy for Footscray, yep. never made a run either. Just some blokes just couldn't. Play cricket, but they were they loved it. It was all part of it. Yeah, it's good. And good uh, I remember those Craigalek days. Nick, we'd often turn up with nine stumps. Uh, uh, sorry, five stumps. <laughs> so home team, no one to bring half an end team. A couple of pots at the union before you went and played. That was sort of a little bit more social back there. But you 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 were a little bit more serious because you went on and you played with some really good cricketers at Craigalek. I remember the Desi Ryan's, Doug Walters, and them. Yeah, them, those guys. They were bloody good cricketers. Yeah, Coley, yeah. Um, Peter Cole. 
Um, Can't remember him playing, but obviously he must, must have been Yeah, that. and then once the footy joined, um, Kyle Craig, like, yep. um, we had a year together mm. too with um, Rodney Grant and, and a few of those, those guys. You talk bowlers there, Nick Lowe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, um, yeah, we, we come, come through the juniors and we come right through the lower lower yep. grades. Um, it was Georgie Fraser. I remember yep. playing a few up in the uh, back oval at uh, Collick High School. That's right. Uh, Dizzy McGuan, yep. Dennis Dare, Lenny Goodman. Remember George? This is no bulldust. George used to wear an old green hat, right. uh, cricket hat. Yes. And back in the day, <laughs> he used to have full of grease underneath the, you know, the peak of it. Yeah. <laughs> George had always got a little bit extra shine. On the ball. On the ball, yeah. But oh, the like grease it. come from the motor engine, the engine of the car. <laughs> so there's a big black sort of mark in there. So, which no cheating, Nicholas. No cheating. No, it's good. There was no licking your mints in those days. No. I'll tell you. But, but you got serious. <laughs> your cricket got serious when you went up the Lake Oval because you, you, you really hit your straps uh, when you played for Coley. Yeah, we did, but we did win. We done, won the lower grades in that and we yep. got through to a reserve at Craglack and then we had the one year um, in in A grade, and then um, then it disbanded, and th- from the high grades, and they just had the B grade, yep. which Pearcey, Mel Pearce, and you guys all yep. played in. And, and yeah, I went and played at Colac for a couple of years. Um, we're scruffing them. We won a premiership. Uh, oh, gee, that might have been eighty two, eighty three, yep. something yeah. like that. Okay, um, nearly their last one. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Um, but yeah, we won. We won one then, and then Wicket decided he was uh, he Nick had to go to appeal yeah. to be drawn out to Elvy mm. and uh, Scruff and them knew the hope Wicket didn't get the appeal because they knew if he uh, went, I was I was going too yep. because that's how it was and. Um, yeah, so we had it was pretty successful out there. Good LV side, yeah. Finney. Then, yeah, the pussy ripping all the crew out there. Then, Colin Parrott. Tell us about Colin Parrott, Finney, because yeah. he was he was silk. He was uh, he was quick. I remember the first time yep. I seen him out there? I called him Nails. He said, "What? No one up here calls me Nails. How do you know that?" And I remember watching him as a kid in the under 18s, yeah. the full Ford of Port Ferry. They yeah. used to call him Nails. Yeah, <laughs> carried it across. But he, he was quick. Yes, yeah, yeah. He, he was a good all rounder too. Yeah. Right? He, he could bat as, as well as he could bowl. Parrot success at LV. Yep. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. I might have played in four or five. There was quite a few, and those spread out over. Yeah, over pussy, one, one pussy, or few. Let's talk about Pussy Ripping. He's one of the characters of the game, and could bowl, Nick. He was genuine no, swing. I only bowler. saw him at the very end. He, he was an absolute ripper, Pussy. Oh, um, yeah. He was an absolute champion. He he would do the hard yards up the hill mm. at LV. Um, he'd bowl his thirty overs yep. mm. into the into the breeze and uphill. And um, no, he was a ripper pussy. Just great bloke and and swing the ball too. Um, so yeah, Parrot Pussy, um, Greg Anderson, I think was playing out there at the time. Could Argu- bowl arguably, arguably one of the best bowlers. Yep. in the uh, sticks. Yes, yeah. good side. But the rivalry built between yourselves and Morian. Yep, and it was a fierce rivalry. Um, a lot of one day games. Yeah, very competitive. We used to. As the times went on, we used to have some pretty good times after the game. Mm. But, uh, no, it was always very competitive on the ground. That, that was a pretty strong era, that, that when Cobden first came yep. in too. Yep. Um, Walshie and um, those guys, Cole Hamill. Neil Simmons, that, yep. Like, you know, was, they, they were good for the competition because they, um, nine of their 11 had made centuries. Yeah. Yeah, they're a good um, side. They're a damn good batting side, but their bowling probably wasn't as strong. And um, we were, we won, we won a game 
uh, uh, premiership, a grand final at Central, we, we should never have. I think Pussy and Craig Woods, Woodsy is no mm, longer yep, with us. Um, I think they might have put on 50 or 60 or something last week. Yeah, um, get the win. To, to get us over the line. But we should never have won that, but we did. We'll, we'll do a bit of rapid fire on the cricket because he played in an era where you uh, said it was as strong as cricket it, had been played for and most uh, aggressive and competitive uh, cricket. Uh, bowlers, uh, who do you always have trouble against? Well, Mark Lynch is, mm. is the best. <laughs> there's, a name, um, there's a name that pops up regularly, Nick. That, uh, Mark used <laughs> to have that ball that used to cut me in half, mate, and I used to like a little space outside that I stumped Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Mark, Mark Bothar. I was yeah. going all right till Mark came in the scene. I, I, I could handle, uh, I, I could have my way with Phil on that occasionally and, and Rui on that occasionally. Yep. Um, no, they treated uh, Warren. They added Mark to their stock. We probably should have had him over here at Aldi. And well, that was right. It's amazing. Everyone comes on. Mentions a name, M. Lynch. Yeah. Uh, he was a ripper and just the most dangerous bowler getting around. And Any cricket end for you, Finney? You went, you then finished up at LV in A grade and then had a little bit of time away from the spell while the kids were growing yeah. up on that. And then um, uh, Brody might have been. I was back in, started to coach the juniors in the yep. footy yeah, yeah, yeah. And because. I um, I knew Darcy and that was coming on the scene. Yep. Um, Darcy Lang. And I poked me, well, Phil poked his head over the fence here one day and they were short and the kids said, yeah. and said, would uh, any chance Brode like to have a game of cricket? And I said, well, I'll check him out. And because I'm thinking, I want Darcy for footy next year. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a chat to Brode and, yeah, that was all good. And so um, he done that and then we started playing, there was D grade back then. Yeah, I remember that, yes. And um, we started playing with the kids. And mate, it was the best the best time. I remember you guys, you and Phil and all those guys. Mo, uh, Warren or uh, That was under Warren in, in oh. the in the D grade. Yeah, and then um, then they did something similar at Elvi, didn't you, with Mickey in the crew? Yeah, then they they dropped the D grade. Something happened, and so we thought, well, bugger, we're going to get our own. So we we're going to go Bullock Swamp and use the uh, Trinity <laughs> Oval. That's right. But they wouldn't allow new um, yeah. new clubs at the time. Yeah. So um, we said to Boswell, look. We'll, uh, we'll yeah. play under your name. Yep. We're not coming out to train or nothing. We're doing it all from in town. <laughs> yeah. and we're just going to do it in here, and one thing led to another, and away we went again. Uh, and they were the best times with the kids. Yeah, I think you're, you're looking to try and get something similar to Nick. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's movement afoot for, for a Div 4 jock this year, which is based around those sort of success stories for Bob Donnero. It's great to play with the kids. And, and look, as we, you know, we well know you lost the darling of your life too. You know, mm. uh, Bex, she was an out and out star. And it's been some, it's been a, a, a terrific career, but tough times. Um, but watch you've done, Finney, uh, we all, you know, you're there for your kids and you support them. It's been oh, great well. that they're being able to play footy. So uh, I think, um, as you said, you've had a lot of great support around, but it's, uh, yeah, I mean, if you could change things, you'd change them tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, the, it's been tough. The, be- the best time through it all was was playing and even coaching the kids on the footy. Yep. That, that was the best time. And she was, uh, say, great. Uh, oh, Jesus, she was a tough bloody supporter. But she <laughs> great. was she very critical of you when you played Beck? Beck, yeah. Um, no, I think. Oh, th- nah, nah. She was very. Didn't supportive. you go on a bit harder? Or? I think her and um, Trace used to get. Uh, they were pretty protective. <laughs> I think when I was getting collected on the ground, well, <laughs> well, yeah, had a few cho- uh, choice choice words. <laughs> good but, allies. To have but get, getting back to where you're picking me yeah. up on that. Yeah. No, Beck wasn't. That was uh, not even part of the scene, then that was just something to come from out of the blue. We'll never know, Nick. We'll never know. Yeah, we'll no, take him at his word. Thank well, you, Finney. Well, he was a well, good well, judge of character. That was Not good sure fun, Beck was, but uh, you certainly were. Hey, mate, thank you. 
It's always good to catch up. We only touched on the story. He's been a terrific career, uh, both football and uh, cricket. And, uh, yeah, it certainly brings back some fond memories for me talking to you this morning, mate. So, uh, well done. And uh, may the story continue. Thanks, guys. Catch Sports Saturday Live every Saturday morning from 8 on 1134 3CS, 3cs.com.au or via the radio app. And catch up on all the walks down memory lane right here.